Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, PraiseChapelLasVegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. Deep roots help you stay. Deep roots keep you saved. Deep roots help you in your relationship with God. Listen, church, deep roots sustain you in the storms of life, the trials that we go through, and the battles that we face. Amen. Anybody going through a battle? Come on. Anybody gone through a storm or a season in your life? Amen. It is the deep roots. You're rooted in God. Those are the things that will sustain you in the midst of those battles or storms that we face. Amen. We, say I, we need deep roots. So I want you to turn to the book of Matthew chapter 13. Matthew 13, starting at verse 5. I'm going to be reading 5 and 6. Amen. And it says, the Word of God says right here, it says, Other seeds fell on shallow soil with underlining rock. The seed sprouted quickly because the soil was shallow. Verse 6 says, But the plant soon wilted under the hot sun. Since they didn't have deep roots, they died. They died. Amen. Well, we all stand up this morning, amen, as we get ready to receive the Word of God. Go ahead and leave that scripture on there for just a moment, that last scripture, guys. Praise God. Let's pray today for us to get deep roots. I'm sorry. You know me. I see little things. I pick them up. Amen. Hallelujah. (laughs) Little things like that just, if you know me, they frustrate me. Hallelujah. I like things neat. So if I come back and I comb your hair a little bit, that's just me. Amen. Praise. <laughs> I just, there he goes. Thank you. There is. That's my helper right there. Just making sure, making sure there's nothing there. No more left because, all right, all right. Because I don't want to be distracted. Amen. No more. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Brother Garrett. Amen. Hallelujah. We don't want nothing else to distract me. As I minister the word. So let's, let's, open, let's just open our hearts and our minds and allow the Holy Spirit to come. As he's already here, God has moved through the midst of our worship and praise. Amen. And, and now he wants to move into our hearts to, to embed the word that he wants to bring inside of us. Amen. So let's close our eyes and open up our hearts. Father, thank you so, so much for all that you do, Father, and all that you are, my Lord. I pray that you prepare us, fathers. You're preparing us for this, this conference for 2022, Lord, on the theme, Root It. Father, that you would meet us once again at the well. But Lord, I pray that you're already starting to prepare our hearts, Father, for what's to come and what you're going to bring through the speakers that we have brought or you have brought, Father God, to this conference and place on my heart. So I pray that today, Lord, let us get deep roots in you, Father. And I pray that you would open up our hearts, Lord, and our ears, that we would hear what the Spirit of the Lord will say to us at this time and this hour, Father God, and to this generation. And so, Father, prepare each and every person here to receive from you today. Holy Spirit, have your way. Have your way and move upon the hearts of every person here. And, Father, start to plant seed that will root itself deep inside of us that we can be built upon you, my Lord. And, Father, we give you 
all the praise and all the glory and all the honor. So Holy Spirit, as I said, come and do your thing in Jesus' mighty name. And everyone says, amen. Come on, give the Lord one more praise. Amen. Go ahead and grab a seat. Praise God. It says in verse 6, amen, but the plant soon wilted under the hot sun. Since it didn't have deep roots, they died. Amen. Church, don't die. Tell your neighbor, don't die. Come on. Come on. Who wants to die in this place? I don't think anybody would raise their hand and say, you know what, I, I want to die, amen. And there are people maybe going through seasons, and, and, and it's a lie of the devil, amen, that wants to either take their lives, amen. There's a spirit of suicide that's loose in our world today that we need deep roots for that. But most people and majority of us don't want to die, amen. No one wants to die. Everyone wants to live. I don't know about you, but I, I want to live. I want to live, and I want, I want to be, as, be used by God as, as much as I can to, to he calls me home, amen, amen. So nobody really wants to die. Jesus, come on, somebody say Jesus. Jesus, on the other hand, comes into our lives to give us life because we were dead in our sins. Come on, somebody. Dead in our transgressions, and so we come to a place uh, that we need life because our life was dying. Come on, our life was going nowhere, and there was something either missing in our lives or we needed help in our lives, and so we come to the house of God. Uh, we come and ask Jesus into our life, amen, and he in turn gives us life. Not only life, but life what? More abundantly hallelujah that's an overflow of life not just life to get you by but life to overflow in you and to get you through the storms and the battles that we face in life come on how many know that we have difficulties and we go through hard times and hard losses in our lives and it's through the love of god and the life that he brings inside our spirit guys that gets us through and keeps us living come on somebody say amen the devil, on the other hand, wants to bring death. And so death is the opposite of life. Death, uh, the devil is the opposite of Jesus, amen. And so the devil wants to bring death, but Jesus wants to bring life. And even though we die, we still live, church. So it continues on with us, amen. So this life that we have, this everlasting life that we have with Christ, continues even in our death. Come on, somebody say amen. But the devil wants to bring death, amen. He wants to take everyone that he can to the place that he's destined to, and that is hell. That is his final destination, and so his thing is, I'm going to take as many people as I want, so he brings on death. John 10.10 10 says this, The thief, which we know is the devil, his purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy my purpose, which is here Jesus speaking, is to give them a rich and satisfying life. Come on, somebody say amen. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I like the rich part and the satisfying part. That is what Jesus gives us when he comes and we invite him into our lives. But our text says that if we don't have deep roots, we will what? We'll die. We'll perish. 
Come on, it ends, amen, if our roots are not deep in him. Jesus goes on, amen. You understand here that he's speaking of a parable. He's speaking of a farmer that is scattering seeds, amen. And the seed fell, the Bible says in the verse prior, amen, verse 5, it said it fell and it grew up real quick. But when the hot sun came, it died because it was not well rooted. Jesus goes on to explain this parable, how it relates to us, somebody say me, to us, amen, in this parable as believers. In Matthew 13, 20 to 23, it says this, the seed, which is the word of God, the, the seed is the gospel, amen, the seed on rocky soil, rocky soil represents some Christians, amen, it represents those that hear the message and immediately receive it with joy. You ever heard the word amen and you just received it? You didn't question it. You just like amened it, right? Just like you're doing right now. Amen. You just received it. It was with great joy. Something came and you received it. Amen. And so speaking of these people here, the, uh, some of these rocky soil Christians, uh, come on, they hear the message uh, and they receive it with great joy. That means that they get excited. Amen. Uh, they are the first ones that come to the altar at the end of the sermon. They are the ones that say amen to the preacher through his, throughout his, his sermon, throughout the, the message on Sunday. Amen. But it goes on to say this, but since they don't have deep roots, they don't last long. They fall away as soon as they have problems or are being persecuted for believing God's word. You see, that's the problem with some Christians today. I don't think we have them here. Amen. So don't look around. Hallelujah. We don't, we don't have them here. They're, they're, they, they go to the other church, right? Come on, they go to the other church. Not, not, not here, amen. But it says this is the problem with some Christians today. They come to church. They, they want change. They accept Jesus. They get excited for serving the Lord. But when trouble comes, come on, somebody. Come on, now me know trouble will come. Hallelujah. Come on, they don't last very long. They fall away. They backslide. They leave the church. Come on, somebody say amen. amen. Or these people will have a tough time going through what they're going through, amen, and what they're facing. So what they do is they struggle in their walk. They come to church, but there's never life. They come to church, they're never happy. They come to church, amen, they're just going through the struggle because they're not deep-rooted in the things that they need to do that brings life to us, church. Because Jesus brings what? life. And if Jesus is living inside of us, and there's a joy of the Lord that comes with that, even through the storms and battles that we face, we're going to face them. He, he says you're going to face. He never said that you're exempt from problems. He's never said that. He says in this world, you will have problems. You are going to be persecuted. Come on. But he said what? Be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. And so if I is living inside and I is Jesus, then you, listen, are overcomers. Come on, that's good news, guys, that you can overcome anything because Jesus lives in where? You. Come on, give the Lord some praise. Hallelujah. Come on, because, listen, it says there they don't have deep roots. So, listen, these people that don't have deep roots, listen, are not prepared, listen, for the long haul. How I many of this is a long haul? 
I mean, this, this, you know, this is not like you're, you're in automatically. We, we got we to gotta fight the fight, amen. We got to live the faith, amen. We got to do the things that we need to do in Christ. Even the Bible says, you know what? Work out your salvation in what? In fear and in trembling, amen. That means that just because you say, I do to Jesus or, or Jesus comes into your life, now the battle, now you're going to have to get rooted, come on somebody, in order to make it. You got to get rooted in order to make it. Come on, so it's not just a ticket that you get right here. You know what? I gave myself to Jesus. Here's your ticket. You're going to heaven right away. No, no, now you got to work it out. Because guess who's mad? The devil. Jesus just gave you life, so the devil wants to give you death. And he comes right away, doesn't he? Come on. He can come. Right now, you can be all happy, and then he's waiting for you in the car. Hallelujah. Or tomorrow at work. <laughs> Come on, somebody. How many know some devils at work? Don't raise your hand. Don't raise your hand. Come on. You got to understand, church. It says here they don't last long because they don't have deep roots. They're not prepared for the long haul. What these are, these Christians, these rocky Christians are moved, listen, by emotion and feelings. Rather than being rooted, listen, for battles and storms. We must say, I must. Come on, somebody, I must. We must be battle ready, church. Battle ready. That means you have your armor on all the time. You don't take it off. Let me tell you, you got to keep your armor even when you go to sleep. Come on, because that's where the enemy attacks your mind is in your sleep, church. And the last thing that you have in your mind is what attacks you that night, church. That's why it's good to pray before you go to sleep or read the word before you go to sleep. Because if you entertain something or you're watching a scary movie, come on, somebody. Or you're watching those things, amen, that bring fear inside you. Guess what you're taking to, to sleep? Come on, the boogeyman that was chasing those people in that movie are now chasing you in your dreams. Come on, somebody. Don't look at me weird. Hallelujah. Jason and all those other guys are following you there. You got to put them to rest. Amen. You got to put on Christ. That's why you got to put on the armor of God. You got to put on the belt of truth. You got to put on the shoes of the gospel of peace. You got to put that breastplate of righteousness in its place and take up that shield of faith and put on what? The helmet of salvation that, that protects your mind. Amen. And then the most important piece, the sword of the spirit. Amen. That sustains you in the word. Amen. That you can fight back. The only thing that you can fight back with. The word of God. See, the problem with some churches today is that they're so focused on entertaining than equipping. And the problem comes, and when problems do come, and then we know they're going to come, these people will fall away because the church has not trained them for warfare, but entertainment. Come on, there are times, church, listen, you cannot just dance your way out of your problem. Come on, come on, sometimes that, 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 that you just can't dance your way, amen. But you're going to have to get on your knees, amen. You're going to have to root yourself deep in the Lord, and you're going to have to fight. Come on, somebody say fight. you got to fight, church. Come on, I know the Lord fights for us, and I know the battle belongs to the Lord, amen. And victory is ours, but you and I still got to do what we have to do, and that is to position ourselves and get on our knees when it gets hard, and not just trust that somebody's going to fight for you. Come on, though we pray for you, and God prays for you, and Christ intercedes for you, but you have to intercede for yourself. 
Because that is where faith is built up, is when you believe in the God that you're praying to. You've got to get on your knees. Come on, stop crying. Come on, stop, stop, stop praying that music again. The woe is me music, hallelujah. Praying all these, these oldies of the, of the past, even that buckle you and put you into shame or take you back. Get on your knees and fight, soldier. We're soldiers in the kingdom of God. Come on, we're not wimps or sissies or anything like that. God calls us to be warriors. That includes you ladies too. Hallelujah. Come on, that, that means you fight. Amen. We don't talk back. Amen. We don't, we don't check out. Amen. We just trust. Come on, ladies. Say, I trust. Don't worry. That knucklehead will change. Hallelujah. I thank a woman that trusted in the Lord for me with his knuckleheaded change. But we got to keep trusting. Come on, don't focus on what is, what is seen, but to focus on what? What is unseen. For what is seen is what? Temporary. But the unseen is eternal, church. You got to face, you got to put your eyes on the eternal things of God. You got to see, ladies, your man as a man of God. Come on, husband, you got to see that, that woman of yours as a woman of God, a warrior. Come on, we got to see each other greater than we put ourselves in. Can somebody say amen? Come on, there are just times that we cannot just dance away through a, through a, a season. I mean, we're going to have to get on our knees, and we're going to have to fight. We must be ready for the battle, church, because it's on. Tell your neighbor, it's on. It's on like Donkey Kong. Hallelujah. It's, it's on. Amen. Come on, this fight is real. How many know this is a real fight? Come on, how many feel the fight? Come on, how many feel the pressures? Come on, how many feel the struggle at times? Come on, this is a fight because the enemy is out and he's trying to bring death. He's trying to kill your dreams. He's trying to kill your marriage. He's trying to kill your mindset. And Jesus says, I come to give you life and life more abundantly. You got to trust in me. You're going to have to fight in me. Amen. And I'll get you through, son. I'll get you through, daughter. You got to fight. You got to be ready for the battle. Come on, we're not skipping into a, 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 a lily field, hallelujah, and, and just dancing around, amen. I didn't mean to put lily like that, but you know what I mean, hallelujah. She's dancing right now, hallelujah. But you know what? We don't, we're not here to skip in the park, amen. We're here, to, we're here with an armor on. We're here to fight, hallelujah. We're going to fight till Jesus comes back, church. So don't pick your armor off. Don't rest in this, amen, hallelujah. But fight. Somebody say fight. We got to be ready for the battle. We're soldiers. You have been enlisted in this army. We don't get a, we don't, we don't, we don't mix ourselves with civilian affairs as the Bible says. Amen. We're here to fight the devil and his demons. And anyone that's trying to come after your family, your kids, amen. You say, devil, it's on. Don't tell the devil's on with you. You tell them it's on, devil. Come on. I'm ready for you. I'm battle ready. Hallelujah. Do whatever you got to do. Amen. In this fight, you can bite the ear off. Come on, amen. You can be you can be a Mike Tyson, just bite ears, hallelujah. All thing counts in this battle, church, because he doesn't fight right. He fights dirty. See, the, the church's job, our job as pastors, come on, and those in ministry is to equip. The Bible says that we're here to equip. I'm here to prepare you. I'm here to teach you. We're here to equip you. We're not here to entertain you. 
Though we can have a great time and laugh and everything, but the main thing, I'm not here to entertain. I'm here to proclaim, and I'm here to build you, equip you for this battle. It says, Paul says right here in Ephesians chapter 4, 12 to 16, this is what he says. He says, their responsibility, talking about the pastors of the church, the leadership of the church, those in ministry, amen. It says, their responsibility is to equip God's people to do his work. Somebody say his work. It's not my work. It's not PCL work. It's not, it's not your work. Amen. It's not your, whatever the title of your ministry work is. It's to do his work and to build up the church. Not my church, his church. This belongs to God. This is not PCLV's church. This is God's church. I understand that church. To build his church, the body of Christ. And it goes on to say, this will continue until we all, say all, we all come to such a unity. That's important, guys. we got to have unity. Unity in our faith and the knowledge of, our, of God's Son that, will be, that we will be mature in the Lord, measuring to the full and complete standard of Christ. Amen. Then, somebody say then. Then we will no longer be immature. How many know that there's immaturity in the church today? There is. Amen. They can have a form of godliness, the Bible says, uh, but it denies its powers because mature people are, are not phony. Mature people are not fake. Mature people are mature. Amen. Hallelujah. So no, we will no longer, once we root ourselves and come in unity, we will no longer be immature like children. We won't be blown tossed or tossed and blown by every wind of new teaching. We will not be uh, influence when people try to trick us with lies so clever that they sound the truth. How I many know that's happening today? Come on, that people are it's sounding like the truth, amen. It's sounding like a God. It's sounding like the church, but it's not, amen. It says you got to understand when we grow deep in God that we understand who's fake, who's not. Come on, because they're trying to bring the truth into the, uh, this truth. That's uh, The Bible says that you're going to turn the truth into a lie and the lie into the truth. And that's coming into the church. So it says right here, instead you will speak the truth growing in every way more and more like Christ who is the head and his body, the church. We got one more. He makes. Who makes? He, God, Jesus, makes the whole body fit together perfectly. How many know that in Christ there's perfection? There's no perfection in us, only in Jesus. Come on. He makes the body fit perfectly as each part. Say, I got a part. Say, I got a part. Come on. Each part does its own special work. It helps the other parts. Say, it helps you. And other parts grow so that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. See the, 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 the job of the church? Do you see what the, the structure of the church is? It's to build each other up. Because we're not here, you know, we're not going to be here. Come on, we got to build each other up and get ourselves rooted because when the winds blow and problems come, like it says, if we're not rooted, we'll die. We'll die, church. We all have a part to do. We just have to get rooted in it. Amen? Church, we've all had moments of excitement for God. Come on. It's true, right? You ever been to a conference? You've been at a uh, on a Sunday service or whatever service and you, where you just got excited, right? Just excited, like, woo, man, that's it. I got it. 
You think, you, man, I'm going all the way now with Jesus, amen. No, you know, I, I drew the line. I ain't crossing that line no more. You get excited, amen. We all been there where we think we got this or I'm ready, amen, only to get hit with a trial and storm that takes you out. Come on. Then we realize it was just a feeling. Come on, because we didn't prepare for the battle. Because we didn't have deep roots. We got to get rooted, church. The only way that we can weather the storms and go through the trials and, the, and win the battles is to be people that are deeply rooted. People that are deeply rooted. Just like the, the banner there, or right here. See, the roots are going in. These are old trees. They get rooted. They get, get in. And the roots will find water, church. If it's not down there, that's why you see roots that come on top. You ever seen roots on top? Because they're trying to find water. They, it, it, it goes to survival, survival mode when you're running dry. And so you see roots, they'll start to come up because it knows how to sustain. It knows how to fight through whatever season it goes through. And that's what, how we need to be. We need to be well, deep-rooted church. But we, if we can't find water and we're going through a dry season, then we're going to find water. We're, that's where you come to work. That's when you get on your knees. That's when you make it to church when you don't want to come to church. Come on. You ever felt like that, man? I, you know, man, you, you don't want to be here, but man, now you, you made it, amen. You knew that. It's inside of you. It's, a, it's part of the battle-ready thing, amen. But come on, there's times, man, I, I, I didn't even want to come to preach with you guys, amen. Hallelujah. I can be honest, amen, but it was, it was the roots that keep me coming. It's the roots that say, I got, I got a, a job to do, amen. I got to equip God's people because if I stop, People die. I got to do my job, amen. I'm putting lives on the wrist. I don't know who will be there that day that, that's looking for the answer and looking for Jesus. And if I miss out on that, or we close the doors and now we miss out on someone giving their life to the Lord. So those deep roots help me to find water when I'm feeling dry. They'll help you find water when you're going through those dry seasons because you rooted yourself so good that you start to know where to go and what to do. That you got to keep on doing what you're doing even when you don't feel like doing it. Rooted people are strong people. Rooted people are strong people. Jeremiah 17 says this in 7 and 8. Blessed are the, those who trust in the Lord. And have made the Lord their hope and confidence. They are like trees planted along the riverbank with roots that reach deep into the water. Such trees are not bothered by the heat or worried about long months of drought. Their leaves stay green and they never, listen, stop producing fruit. We need, say I need. We need deep roots. See, the Bible says in this passage of Scripture, it says, that if I, say me, if I trust in the Lord, amen, if anyone trusts in the Lord and make him your hope and make him your confidence, then you, say I, you will be like a tree planted by the water with roots that grow 
deep. That's what we need to be. So if we trust God and we put our confidence in God, then God's going to root us deeper inside, even through the storms and the battles that we face, that we stay green and we keep on producing, church. A tree, as I said earlier, knows how to go through the different seasons. It weathers through storms, the rain, the sun, the snow, etc., Come on, Ecclesiastes 3.1 says this, to, every, to everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven. See, you may just say, I'm going through a season. No, no, God is taking you through a season. So you can either say uh, frustrated, you can be mad at the season, or you can learn from the season. And see, we've got to go through seasons. We're all going to go through seasons, but there is a purpose for your season. Just like Jesus is a reason for the season, there's a purpose for what you're going through. Don't look at it, I'm being picked on. Don't look at it, and some of them are bad choices. Come on, let's just, let's just fess up to that. You just made the bad choice, now you got to reap it. That's just part of life, amen. But there are seasons in our life that we're walking with God, we're doing the right things, and we're going through some seasons in our lives. But in every season, there is a purpose, church. There is a purpose why you're here where you're at right now. Come on, God put you here today. And you can either get through the season and trust God and put your confidence in God and he gives you hope or you prolong your season. There's some people here that have been living in winter for a long time. Summer has passed you, spring has passed you and you're still in winter dead. There's, there's, there's people like that. I'm not saying necessarily you, could be you. I'm not picking on nobody. I'm not looking at anybody. Hallelujah. I start coming and people start going like this. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not picking on anybody. I'm just saying there. we go through seasons that we stay there. Why? Because we don't learn there. So we prolong the season. Come on, somebody say amen. Because it says every here, I mean, the word of God, how many believe God's word? Raise your hand if you believe God's word. Come on, raise it up. Show the devil I believe God's word. Hallelujah. If you believe in God's word, then you know that there, everything, there's a season and a time for purpose. There's a purpose in that, church. See, the problem with a lot of believers today, they don't understand the seasons. Come on, each season brings certain struggles. Not every time is your life going to be cool like winter, amen. Not every time is your life going to be warm and cozy or hot like summer, amen. Not every time in your life is everything going to be fresh and new like spring. Come on. Some seasons are natural and some seasons, listen, are necessary. And then there are some seasons that are beneficiary. Very, <laughs> They benefit you. We need to learn as rooted believers to understand and embrace the seasons of your life. A tree needs to go through seasons in order to be healthy. If it tries to skip out winter, it won't be ready for spring. Come on, somebody. We must learn to grow deeper and allow our roots to deepen themselves. Listen, to draw from the Lord from the different seasons that our life hits. We can't just throw in the towel, amen, every time the weather changes your in your life. 
Come on, somebody. Come on. We can't just realize. We have to realize, church, that there are seasons in our lives that cause growth. There are differences. There's a difference, church, of being rooted and not rooted. From a tree being that is rooted and from a tree that is not rooted. One has real roots that draws from real soil, and the other one is a fake. Come on. A fake tree, church, listen, just like this right here, this plant right here, this plant will always stay this way. It'll, oh, it won't change, amen. It doesn't get any yellower. Is that a word? Hallelujah. Any greener? Hallelujah. It doesn't get any taller, amen. Come on, it, it never really roots itself, amen. It, it does nothing. It's just there. It never really changes, amen. But a true tree, a, a real tree, has deep roots, amen. It will continue to change and grow. Palm trees are... Or deep-rooted trees, come on, they will go through the heavy winds, amen. And when the heavy storms comes, they will just bend. Careful. And they will not break. That's what a palm tree does. If you ever look at the storms that are going on in, in, in Florida and all the palm trees and you see the hurricane, all you see is the palm trees going like this and they're just bending back and the wind is just blowing on them. And when it's all over, they just pop right back. Don't worry, baby, I won't break it. I won't break it. Come on, they'll go through whatever season. You know what palm trees, when they feel... Well, palm trees, when they start to feel pressures of wind, instead of giving into it, its roots start going what? Deeper. In order to resist those winds. So as soon as it feels just a little pressure, as soon as it feels a little wind, the tree knows there's something about to happen. And what it does, it starts to root itself deeper. Its, its roots start going deep, 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 deep in order to build, build, build. Come on. That's what we need to do, church. When you're starting to feel the pressure of life and all the lies of the devil and all battles coming down to your home, you know, we're not supposed to uproot ourselves and say, whatever. <laughs> Come on, we get out crazy. We get into the flesh and all that stuff. No, we're supposed to root ourselves. We're supposed to go deeper and able to resist whatever the devil's throwing at you that you can remain, church. Come on. But what happens, church, with fake trees or trees are not rooted deep? When those winds and storms come, what happens to them? <laughs> Fall over right quickly. Come on, they, they're all over the place, amen. They're in your neighbor's yard. Jarred. <laughs> come on, your, your plan is down the street. We have, we have some flake, 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 flake. <laughs> Let me get it out. I need some water, amen. I get excited sometimes. I start going ahead of my house. But in front of our yard and our table, we have, we have some fake flowers. And, every, and then we've been having some crazy storms, right? Been raining this season. The monsoons have been hitting us. Amen. The wind, you ever, you ever seen? Remember that one night, though, the rain was just going this way instead of going down? It was just sideways. And so what happened, amen, we have flowers. And my flowers the next morning, guess what? Were they there? They were all over the place. They were in my neighbor's yard. I had to go down the street. I had to go gather them, amen, because they're not rooted. And I had to get all this in one, one, one day. Man, all the chairs were in the pool, huh? Everything was just, man, it was crazy. The umbrella was gone. It flew to my neighbor's yard. So they, got, they got blessed with an umbrella. Hallelujah. 
So I just left it to them. Amen. Praise God. That's a blessing. Amen. But no. But it all over the place, amen. That's what happens with real fake trees. They're not rooted trees, amen. They're down the yard. See, some of us, amen, uh, we go through some heavy rain in our lives, amen, uh, and something happens uh, when we go through a thing uh, in our life, amen, uh, because we're not deep-rooted, amen. Uh, trials come, we're out, amen. Uh, one week we're saved, the next week we're not. Next, some of us end up in our neighbor's yard. Come on. And doing things that you're not supposed to be doing. Instead of witnessing, you're witnessing to him one weekend, and then now you're partying with him the next weekend. See, we're not deep-rooted. There's something wrong when those things happen in our lives and things come in our lives. Listen, church, even some Christians will leave over an offense. Why? Because they're not deeply rooted. They're here and excited one moment, but once offense, one bad look, and they're out of here. That bad look, no, I'll give it to you. That bad look, and they're out of here. <laughs> isn't, the, isn't that the truth? I mean, people get offended over the silliest things. Why? Because they're not deeply rooted. Because if they're deeply rooted, church, those things don't offend them. I'm not saying we'll be bothered by them. Some things bother us. But we will not be easily moved by it. Come on, we will grab a hold of it, get, get right, and say, you know what, whatever. Maybe the Lord's telling me I need to go talk to that brother or that sister or whatever it is. Maybe I need to buy that sister a burrito or whatever it is. If you ever get offended with me with food, you can, you can win me over with food anytime you want, church. Hallelujah. Come on, if I offend you, buy me a burrito. We'll be cool. Amen. Hallelujah. But they get, they get offended over the silliest things. Why? Because they're excited one moment, and then it's easily offended the next, and they're uprooted and gone. Because they don't have deep roots. These are the ones, church, that don't root themselves in the church. They're, 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 they're one week here, and then one week they're somewhere else. You know who I call those people? Church hoppers and shoppers. They're just hopping all over the place, amen. I'm not saying that you can't go, you go out and you try to find the church you need to root yourself. But once you find your church, get what? Get rooted. Stay there. Let God use you. Let that church use you, amen. Because these people that are doing that have not been fully committed or they have not been deeply rooted. You see the fake and the now well-rooted trees surrender to the storm, amen. While the real and the well-rooted one will just bend through the winds of the storm. They start to root themselves deeper, and they move back into position. We must become battle-ready church. Listen, church, you have to make up your mind. Tell yourself, i got to make up my mind. you got to stop playing the victim. Come on, somebody. Stop coming up with the excuses. Stop procrastinating come on somebody and start getting rooted come on just get rooted amen uh, come on make up your mind and says i'm going to get rooted amen uh, i'm going to go deeper in christ amen uh, i'm going to bounce back from the storms of my life i'm going to bounce back from the trials and the battles that i've gone through amen come on tell your neighbor get to bouncing <laughs> come on get your bounce back it's time church to get rooted come on you got to choose this day. 
You, you can't choose another day. See, that's the problem with a lot of people that come to church. They say, one day. One day. One day I'll start serving. One day I'll get rooted. One day I'll, I'll commit myself. One day I really will serve the Lord. One day, and that one day you can lose it. Because no one's promised what? Tomorrow. That's why Joshua says, choose this day. You got to make a choice. You got to choose your day because you're, you're playing with your life. People die every day. People are dying today, church. It's just part of life. Some people didn't plan their death. It just, it happens. An accident, car accident. 9-11 happens. We, we would be celebrating 9-11 right now. 21 years, amen, that happened. You know, they, 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 had, they had a future plan, but one day took them out. One day, church. You don't have one day. The time is now. You got to choose this day. Are you going to get rooted or not? Are you in or are you out? Even the Bible says, don't be lukewarm. Either be in and out. Choose. But if you're just in and out, you're lukewarm, and I'll just spit you out of my mouth, the Bible says. Come on, you gotta, you got to make up a, a, your mind and say, you know what? I'm, I'm going for it. I'm going to be in church. Amen. See, Joshua 24, 15 says, you must choose for yourself today whom you will serve. But, but as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. Amen. Uh, Matthew 12, 13, 21 says, but then since they did not have deep roots, they don't last long. They fall away as soon as any problem or being persecuted for believing God's word. Deep roots sustain you and bring growth and they bring strength, church. Colossians chapter 2, verse 7, which is our scripture for the theme year. Amen. It says, let your roots go deep down into him, into Christ, and let your lives be built upon him on Christ. Then your faith, somebody say my faith. Your faith will grow strong in the truth that you were taught and you will overflow with thankfulness amen deep roots in christ equals more faith that will cause an overflow right there church deep roots in christ equal more faith that causes an overflow in your life church as you deepen yourself in christ guess what else starts to grow amen not only do you grow upon him church then your faith starts to grow come on your hope starts to grow your confidence starts to grow and then after you get to a place where god meets you then it overflows blessings over you see we some of us are just on survival mode we're just right here just to get by god just doesn't want you to get by god wants you to go into the overflow into the abundance that's what he says i've come to give you life not just life but life what more abundantly come on we're living in just the life part but not the abundant life part I'm not here just to make it, church. I want the abundance of God right here, right now. I ain't going to wait to heaven. I can have it right here and right now. I'm in the overflow. The overflow is when you don't have room to contain what God has given you. That's why when churches get back, back packed out, they have what? An overflow room, amen, because, no, there's an overflow of blessing that, that God is bringing to that church. God wants to bless your overflow and take it out from where you're at and say, God, I have so much more. If I can just deepen myself in Christ, then my faith is going to increase. I'm going to believe. I'm going to trust God. I'm going to tell mountains to move. And guess what? They're going to move 
church. Why? Because there's an overflow of anointing that's inside your life. Step into the overflow. Don't just settle for making it by. That's where you'll struggle, church. And your roots can only go so deep just if you go like that in survival mode. It cannot go any deeper. You cannot go deeper with Christ if you just say, I'm happy right here. Because let me tell you, there will be a storm that's coming that will take you out. You think you're okay, you're not okay. Because the devil knows some tricks, church, that he still uses today that will take you out. Why? Because he prowls around, the Bible says what? Like a roaring lion. And he seeks you and he studies you. You think he knows you. He knows you by your actions. He doesn't know your thoughts, but he knows your actions. He knows when you get mad. He knows when you get jealous. He knows when you, when you want to blow it and you want to just cuss somebody out. Come on, can I say that word, amen? Come on, let's be real, amen. Come on. But it's inside of there. It's, he knows that thing, and he knows how to push that button. Say it! And if we're not rooted, church, let me tell you, we're living right here. I'm just, everything's cool, Pastor. I don't need to do nothing. I'm good. I'm all right. I'm cool. Everybody's happy. She's happy. I'm happy. The kids are happy. And if you live right there, you're not really rooting yourself. A storm's coming your way, church. Come on, no one, no one planned for Katrina. No one planned for these big storms that we see that wipe out cities and, and sometimes a whole state. They're not prepared for it. They thought everything's cool. They're prepared now. I can tell you right now, I can tell you New York's prepared for attack now, but the enemy still fights, church. Come on, we'll never be overprepared. We can be, if we can flow in the, um, the abundance part, then we will never be caught by surprise. Because even when the storms come, like I said, and we're going to go through storms, we can just bend and we'll start to root ourselves real deep and say, I ain't going nowhere. I'm going to church on Sunday. I'm going to church on Wednesday. I'm going to still give my tithes, amen. I'm going to still believe God. I'm still going to read my word. I'm still going to get on my knees. I, I don't care what kind of storm is coming my way. As I deepen myself in God, I will pop up and not, not be moved. Just like that plant, that's, that tree that's planted by the riverbank. I will not be You got to make up your mind. I'm done. I'm not going to be down the street one year, one day. I'm not going to be in the neighbor's yard, amen, hallelujah, one day. I'm not going to do all that, amen. I'm going to stay rooted. Come on. Come on. Root yourself. Come on. Don't be blown away and see you at another church. There she is. There he is, hallelujah. No, root yourself. You got blown away by an offense, whatever it is, church. Find a church and root yourself. It's here. Praise God. If it's not, go grow. Grow. I want the best for you. But we're not the only church. I know that. Come on. There's a lot of good churches out there. But you got to pick one, and then you got to root yourself. And make up your mind and say, this is where I'm going to stay. That pastor has nice hair. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> Come on. Amen? Listen. Listen, church. You will never grow until you are rooted deep in Christ. You're going to hit a certain point, church. You're going to root yourself and you're going to be content with that, but that's as far as you're going to go. You're not, you're not going to get any bigger. God's not going to bless you more. You're going to be fruitful. You're going to just remain the same year in, year out. 
church, that's not what God called us to life. He says, I come to give you life and life more abundantly. Let's step out. Let's grow. Let God use you, church. Listen, unrooted people will always look the same. They never change. They never grow. Psalms 1-3 says, I shall be like a plant by the river. Of, I shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of the water that will bring its forth its fruit in its season, whose leaves do not wither, wither and whoever, uh, whatever he does shall prosper. Amen. I want to be that tree. Amen. I want to be a tree that brings forth fruit. Amen. A tree that will not die, but a tree that will prosper. Amen. God created you. Let me tell you, you for a purpose. His plans are not to harm you, but to bless you and to prosper you, church. He has good plans for you, church. Everyone here has a plan. You are chosen by God himself. He chose you before the foundations of the earth, before you were in your mother's womb. He chose you to be here today to hear that amen listen you were made by God for God and until you understand that church life will never make sense you were made by God for God until you understand that church life will never make sense church certain fruits are ripe in certain seasons Matthew, we go back to Matthew chapter 13, 3 to 8. It says, listen, a farmer went out to plant some seeds, and as he scattered them across the field, some fell upon the footpath, and the birds came and ate them. Other seeds fell on shallow soil with underlining rock. The seeds sprouted quickly because the roots or the soil was shallow, but the, the plants soon wilted under the hot sun, and since it didn't have deep roots, they died. Other seeds fell among the thorns, and it grew and choked out or grew up and choked out the tender plants. Still other seeds fell on good soil and they produced a, a crop of 30, 60, even 100 times as much as was planted. Seeds being planted here are the word of God. Seeds are going out right now, church. They're falling on you. And you can be any one of these, these, these examples that he placed in this parable, amen. Come on, the first seed that's scattered can fall on hard soil, amen. And these are Christians that, that have, have an experience only on the outside, amen. It's just a surface experience, amen. They're just here, but they don't allow anything to come in because they're, they're hard and they don't accept the truth, amen. These are the ones, amen, that are here because they're spouse made them come amen these are the ones that, that are counting the minutes and maybe some of you are doing that what time are we getting out of here amen come on these are the ones that, that hate when offering basket passes around they're the ones that go to the restroom hallelujah they're the hard surface christians they have no root it's the truth hallelujah then we have the shallow heart Christians. They, the word penetrates, but the roots, their roots are not deep, and they get excited, but they don't last long. Then we have the spiky or the thorny Christians. Hallelujah. These are the Christians that, that start off right, but over time they allow the thorns of life to choke the life out of them. They're the ones that allow the enemy to attack them through circumstances and with through people, amen, and eventually get choked out of their blessings. Then the last one's mentioned is very important. Is a soil Christian. These are the ones whose hearts are fully committed and deeply rooted. And they produce a good harvest. At least 30 times as much as was planted. These are the 30, 60, 
hundredfold Christians. Listen, church, your harvest, your fruitfulness, your blessings has everything, everything. <laughs> oh, my Lord, amen. The Latinos coming out of me. <laughs> Listen, let me say that again, amen. <laughs> your harvest, yeah, this is who I am, amen. Your fruitfulness and your blessings has everything to do of how deep your roots are. So if you're not growing, church, maybe you're just going through a season. But you got to learn in that season to grow. Some of us, like I said, are been in the season too long. God didn't mean to keep you in that season that long. You just chose to be there. God wants to get you through, and he wants to give you life. Not only life, but life more abundantly. Let's step into the abundance of Christ, into the blessings, but our roots have to go deep inside of it. So as I close today, make up your mind. Are you in or not? I have no offense, whatever you choose. Even God doesn't offend, get offended by that. He wants everyone to come to salvation. He wants everyone to go to heaven. But he's, he's, he'd rather you make up your mind. Are you in or out? If you're not, cool, okay. You, can, you choose what you want to do. But if you're in, let's, let's do this. I'm here. I'll bless you. I'll bring the abundance with it. But choose this day. We must be deeply rooted or you will not last, church, listen, or grow. It's time. Somebody say it's time to root ourselves deep. Amen? Let's all stand up. I don't know about you.